Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Last year, R.J. Hartbeck and Mary Vonderheit launched a series of short cookbooks titled Small Circle. Each showcased a dozen or so recipes from a noted St. Louis chef. Since that time, the restaurant industry has been decimated by the pandemic, and the Small Circle team wanted to help. Their new project is a joint effort with Feast Magazine that aims to do just that. And joining us to discuss it is R.J. Hartbeck. R.J., welcome back to the show. Hello. And we're joined also today by Feast Magazine Editor-in-Chief Heather Risky. Heather, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So, RJ, tell us about this new project. What is Extra Helping? So, the Extra Helping Cookbook um, is a project that we kind of started to respond to everything that we were seeing um, really quickly happen to some of our favorite local restaurants. And so we started Small Circle about a year ago with sort of the mission to help local chefs uh, print and get their recipes to patrons quicker. And so when we saw a lot of the landscape changing, we we wanted to figure out a way to help. And um, doing a cookbook seemed like a great way to keep uh, these great restaurants connected with the people that love them the most. So we launched it and reached out to Feast to get it going. So, Heather, um, tell me what Feast's role was. I mean, RJ and Mary obviously have the cookbook thing down. Where did you guys come into play? Yeah, I mean, obviously, RJ and Mary really deserve the credit for coming up with this idea. So we kind of came in um, just to get the word out. Um, So as far as getting... Uh, donations for people who are interested in receiving a copy of the cookbook, but also receiving those recipes from chefs and bartenders across the region. And you mentioned donations. So this isn't just about helping restaurants uh, connect with the people who love to eat there. This is also benefiting a good cause. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of um, a no-brainer. You know, you have all these chefs and bartenders who maybe have been furloughed or had their hours cut and have some extra time on their hands. And then all these people working from home who have more time to play around in the kitchen. And so we also wanted to put that to a good cause. So we are donating 100% of the proceeds to two organizations that are helping those restaurant employees during this time. That's great. Uh, And RJ, the, the previous cookbook project, it sort of had one chef unique sensibility per cookbook. This is obviously much different. Uh, give us some sense of the range you've got in there. Oh, this, um, so this is a really much more wide open project than we're used to doing, um, but it is really cool. Um, we have, when we, when we, I guess when we launched the portal to submit recipes, we really wanted anyone from the restaurant industry to be able to submit a recipe, you know, Um, The act of like writing out a recipe can be very therapeutic. And so as people were going through this hard time, we wanted to, you know, just extend that to anyone who had been affected. So we have everyone in the cookbook as, you know, from James Beard nominated chefs all the way down to, you know, people who deliver restaurant equipment to restaurants, you know, Mm -hmm. um, or farms or, um, you know, people who work in, on the wait staff, you know, anybody who was really a part of the restaurant industry, we wanted to give them that opportunity to, you know, submit something. And so the range is really wide in terms of the type of person. Also with the types of recipes, um, you know, we have a lot of different mains from a very wide array of different types of culinary styles and cooking. Um, we have sides and sauces and um, a great list of desserts. 
Uh, one thing that we were really surprised about is that we got a ton of cocktail recipes from hmm. local bartenders and uh, mixologists around the region. And so we were like, um, you know, we were excited about that, obviously, just because it seems like, you know, hopefully people are staying in good spirits and, and you know, partying at home a little bit. That's a good pun there. <laughs> we're, we're staying in good spirits. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Heather, are there any um, iconic restaurant dishes in here where I'm going to finally be able to make, say, Brasserie's roast chicken? <laughs> Yeah, um, so actually it's not from Brasserie, but we have a roast chicken from Jay Devotee. Mm. Um, we have some pasta from Sardella and Katie's, uh, pint size, those famous oatmeal cream pie sandwich cookies. We have the recipe for those, so I'm pretty excited about that. Even Clementine's, um, I was kind of surprised she was willing to share her famous like salted caramel ice cream. So the recipe for that will be in there, too. So there are some really good recipes. Now, we asked our listeners what local restaurant favorites they'd most like to create at home. And Pigeon told us she wanted Nacho Mama's chicken because it's delicious. Teak said the pide from uh, Balkan Treat Box because it's super rad. The trouble is any attempt at a home version would come nowhere near the magic created by Lauren Nalick. Heather, isn't that the ultimate problem? Like, we can have the recipe. That doesn't necessarily mean we can pull this off. Oh, for sure. There's a pound cake from Nathaniel Reed that I assume if I try to attempt that at home, it's probably not going to come out as beautiful as is. Um, and yeah, I can't even imagine if I tried to make Lauren Nalick's PDA at home what that would look like. But I do think that a lot of these recipes, um, the chefs kind of purposely chose some things that are approachable because um, kind of the whole idea uh, behind this cookbook is that it is, that it is designed for home cooks. So these are really recipes that should be feasible for people to make at home. Okay, well, that's a great sales pitch right there. I'm on board. Um, R.J. Hartbeck, if people want to get a copy of this, um, when and and how can they do that? So we have closed recipe submissions. Um, We are still taking donations, so you can still donate and get a copy of the cookbook. Um, At this current point in time, we are in the process of actually assembling the cookbook and laying it out and making sure it's readable and um, putting the PDF together in the best way. And so We don't have an exact date as of yet when it will be released, but it will be released very soon. And definitely while still people, while people are still, you know, stuck and kind of in the house. Um, So we are about halfway through. And so we're getting ready to kind of make that push and do that announcement. Is there a website people should go to if they still want to make that donation and get their copy? Yes, there is. In fact, any article about the... um, any article about the Extra Helping Cookbook that has been written has the link inside of that article. The article will take you to, or the the link will take you to the submission platform. Um, you can also find it in the bio link of our Instagram handle, at um, Small Circle Recipes. Um, so there's multiple ways to get it. I think the best way to make a donation is just to look up articles about the small circle. And, and we'll make uh, sure you know, that um, on our website, yeah. stlpublicradio.org, that, that we have that link there as well. So, well, RJ Hartbeck, uh, sounds like a great project. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. And uh, Heather Risky, Editor-in-Chief of Feast, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.